Things are stressful, to say the least. The semester's starting to wind down. I have a bunch of papers due on Monday, and then two more final papers due the following week, in addition to finding a co-op for the summer and completing another movie by next Wednesday. So it's crunch time for me, and I'm freaking out a little bit, and uh, it's times like this where I think, you know, I want to be a director. I want to write about movies. I want to make movies. I want my life to be about the world of cinema. I love it, and I have loved it for years. But it's times like this where I think, wouldn't it just be easier to take a job that I just sit and do what a boss tells me every day? That would be nice. It would probably take all the weight off of my shoulders where I think about, like, the direction I want to take is all up to me, and that is what's scariest. So when I think about why I love movies and why I do this so much, you know, you hear about the people that love their job so they never feel like they work a day in their life. Um, When I think about that, I think about the movie Hugo. This movie is exactly why I love movies. It is such a whimsical, magical, positive, fun movie about the magic that is movies. Hugo Cabret lives in a uh, Paris train station. I think, like, the Paris train station. The name escapes me, but it is, like, the big famous one. Uh, This is, you know, the early 19th century... Sorry, early 20th century, and uh, he's there winding all the clocks uh, and in his spare time trying to rebuild this automaton that him and his dad were building together. Uh, The world needs more Jude Law, in my opinion, so I'm so glad he was in this movie as uh, Hugo's dad in some flashbacks. But what happens is he's there trying to rebuild this and then uh, kind of explore the station, make all the clocks work. And one day he has a run-in with a uh, toy inventor who he's been swiping tools and uh, parts from. And uh, what happens is he steals Hugo's notebook, which has all of the drawings and everything uh, filled that his dad had drawn when they were uh, fixing the automaton. He steals it and then threatens to rip it up, and he's wondering why. And for the most part, the viewer begins to think that it's just because he's been swiping uh, from this uh, old man that works at the toy shop in the train station. His name is uh, Grandpa George, according to uh, the girl that Hugo meets. Her name is Isabel, and she is Grandpa George's granddaughter. They live together, and to her, Hugo is just this kind of outlaw that lives in the uh, train station. Well, not lives. Uh, they don't know that right when they meet. But uh, she thinks that he's this kind of outlaw that's been swiping from her grandfather. But what happens is they uh, team up to get his notebook back with all the drawings of the automaton. And this is just an adventure for her. When they meet, uh, she says, ooh, let's do this. This will be an adventure because she loves all these uh, storybooks and uh, all these, you know, great whimsical stories. This is her outlet. This is her kind of passion. And what I love about this movie is it sets up this first act. It's all about people's passions, what they love to do. Um, Hugo's there fixing the clocks and uh, rebuilding the automaton because it reminds him of his dad. It's something he wants to finish. He'll feel like uh, he's going to fail if it doesn't work out correctly. Uh, The old man in the uh, toy shop, Grandpa George, he has been making toys for a while and seems passionate about it. He does very well, and even though he's very stoic, you can see that it's something he really enjoys. And then Isabel is, uh, you know, in love with fantasy characters and storybooks. So then halfway through the movie, everything changes, and they go to the cinema. Hugo reveals his love for film. 
they go and watch Safety Last, which is one of my favorite movies. It's uh, super funny, even though, you know, it was made almost 100 years ago now. Wow. But um, they go to the movies and, you know, they love these movies. They're, uh, to them, it's a kind of magical escape in a way that books can't do. I mean, books are still magical in escape, but Isabel discovers for the first time the power of cinema and the power of visual storytelling. And Hugo loved it, again, because it reminds him of his dad. And that kind of sets the movie on this course to be a love letter to classic film. It's revealed halfway through the film that Grandpa George is George Melier, the uh, incredibly influential filmmaker. And I can imagine a dad bringing his uh, you know, son or daughter to this movie, thinking, okay, this is a kid's movie, it's kind of out there now, and you know, I'll just bring the kids to see it, whatever. And then the dad ends up liking the movie more than the kids, because the kids are like, oh, this is a fun movie, and then forget it after an hour. But then the dad starts to think about movies, and you know, if he's a classic movie junkie, he's going to go and fall in love with the fact that this movie really is a love letter to classic cinema and movies in general. The movie goes on to tell the story of how George Méliès fell out of touch with his love for movies and ends up being this kind of jaded toy maker in the middle of uh, Paris. And there's all these great flashbacks to points where he's making these whimsical, beautiful movies. He was the first person to turn cinema into something fantastic and whimsical. He made these movies that were all about, you know, the journey to the moon um, with the you know, spaceship in the man in the moon's eye. That's one of the most iconic things out there. And, you know, he made this movie. And he was the first person to realize that movies could do these kinds of things. He has these movies about, you know undersea worlds and goblins and fantastic creatures. He was the first person to make movies like this. He had these beautiful sets and these incredibly detailed and handmade props. And looking back now, it's a little bit crude, but, you know, he loved what he did and he was able to do it very, very well. So this movie, to me, is the reason why I love movies. It's whimsical. It's magical. It's an escape. It's this really cool thing that you can't really put your finger on. And this movie does its best to capture that. And it does a really great job because it's a kid exploring the world for the first time, trying to cope with the loss of his dad and then create something he's proud of. And when he does create the thing he's proud of, he ends up, you know, exploring more, finding movies and discovering a love for movies that he knew he had but couldn't really articulate it or couldn't really appreciate it in the correct way. And that's what Melier and uh, his granddaughter Isabel do for him. And they all become friends and they all, you know, get back in touch with what they love to do. And it's incredible. This movie is just a solid, solid movie. And I watch it every time I'm, well, not upset, but like if I really need to remind myself why I love movies and why I want to do what I want to do with my life, this is the movie I turn to to kind of rekindle that magic and make me feel like this is something that I want to do, not just something that I feel like I should do. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>